This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Time for us uh, to catch up now with Rob McCann from White Ribbon, the campaign that's been doing so much to uh, work against family violence in our communities. And, uh, well, they want to uh, shine a light on violence prevention. They've got some good ideas about how uh, good strategies and stories can be shared. Uh, Rob joins us on the line now. Morning, good to have you with us, Rob. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Rob, tell us about this latest campaign. Yeah, well, we wanted to do something a little bit different, and we really wanted to reflect on the, the things that help people change and help people get through violence. And so we've gone out to the community with a shine a light on violence, because obviously one of the things about violence is it hides in the dark and people don't talk about it. And we want people to share their stories about what supported them through one of those times or helped them change, uh, or just stories... Um, uh, that encompass the whole thing. So, you know, we're really trying to make sure that people talk about something that they don't talk about and that can help inspire people to actually go, well, yeah, no, I can change. And the reason we uh, also segue into this calling culture within part of the Shiner Light is because these attitudes around violence are often deep-seated. And one of the statistics that I'll put in front of you is that believing in rigid rules of masculinity is 20 times more likely to predict committing violence than any other demographic factor like ethnicity, age or income. So these ideas that help us drive violence, the idea that you've got to be a man, be in charge, all of those outdated rules that we've talked about in the past, they're right at the heart of the drivers of violence. And you don't change people um, by just calling them out or telling them off, uh, leaving them out of your lives. You know, we don't, that doesn't change. So we've got this part of our campaign, which is the call-in culture, the idea that we actually need to engage with those people, demonstrate to them what a respectful relationship looks like and why it's better than what they're currently doing and try and move them to, some, to a better place, to a non-violent place. Rob, the reasons why people um, perhaps don't share openly their particular stories are many and varied, and I guess they're, they're different for each individual. Um, what can you say about the power of that shared moment with someone and what it can do to encourage change? Yeah, well, the reality, if you can take a step back, is that when you don't see something, um, you don't believe it's possible. So quite often, if your parents haven't gone to university or done something uh, as a child, you don't think it's possible to do that. And the same if you um, are living in an environment where there's been violence and you haven't seen other men step outside of that, behave in a different way, or men tell their stories about the things that change for them, you don't set up the belief system that people can actually do this. So one of the um, stories that we have is a, a lady called Catherine. That's not a real name. Um, that's her pseudonym that she goes by. She suffered abuse, uh, sexual abuse as a child. And when she told her husband, he didn't want to talk about it. Um, he said, you know, that shades of grey. I'm not, not having anything to do with that. And for years and years in their marriage, they didn't talk about this. And it caused a lot of problems, you know, having something in a marriage you can't talk about. And then one day, as an artist, she started creating these sculptures, and, and they're pretty haunting. They're um, 
some of them look like girls with their stomachs uh, full of skulls or hearts and things like that. So they, they really strike a chord when you see them. And she made one of these, her first one, and showed it to her husband, and he asked, what was that all about? And she explained what it meant. And through the story that was, in, in this case, visual art, he was able to understand the pain and suffering that his wife was still going through from the sexual abuse that she suffered as a child. And that's one small example of how story, and stories can come in so many different fashions, can actually allow people to understand what people are going through. And it is an incredible example, the one that you've given, and uh, people can access that from the White Ribbon website. Um, Rob, uh, what about, though, that um, that feeling that we often have that we're ashamed to talk about our own experience? Yeah, well, um, it's absolutely true. In so many families, you'll find that there's family violence and that people won't talk about it. And there are, you know, there are real reasons why people... Um, don't want to acknowledge something that's happened like this. I mean, it could be that you might lose your job, lose your position and uh, you're part of society. You might be in a church. Um, you know, there are so many different things that you know people do not, uh, in many cases, look kindly on being told that they've been a, an abuser uh, or that there's been family violence. And we have to get over that because the stats are just... You know, they're so shocking when you look at how many women have been abused by partners or ex-partners. So we know as professionals that it is rife right across New Zealand. And one of the ways that we have to deal with this is being far more open and honest about, you know, what's occurred so that we can make sure that we bring it out into the open and shine a light on it. So you're offering this opportunity for people to share their stories through White Ribbon. In what ways can they do that, Rob? Well, we've tried to be as um, accommodating as possible. So if you go on our website and click on the, the, the Share the Story big button, you then get taken to a page, click on it, and then you can upload your story as a video, as a sound file, as a word file, as a picture, however you want to do it, and it's a secure website. And then, obviously, we're hoping people will leave their contact details so we can go back and check whether they want it publicised, whether they want their name changed, or whether they just want to tell us their story. Because some people just want to share with White Ribbon and go, I can't do anything more than that. Um, but I want you, you, you lot to understand what I went through, and that's that's absolutely fine. Uh, and we're, you know, we're getting stories from people from all over the place, in all professions, um, in parts of life. So you know, there's a real opportunity for people to participate and decide um, what they want done with their story as well. Rob, uh, the last couple of years have been, um, you know, uh, unusual. There have been the, the stresses and strains that everyone knows around the, the COVID-19 pandemic and uh, lockdowns and so forth. How has the last couple of years been for White Ribbon in terms of, um, A, the, uh, the, the way you do your work and, B, what you're observing about what's going on related to family violence in the communities at the moment? Well, the two things I think you touched down there, the lockdowns mean that people are in in quite a stressful situation and they are confined somewhat to their homes. And what we saw was that violence 
towards women increased after the COVID-19 lockdown. You know, the first Sunday after the lockdown, it showed that the, the, the highest single spike in family violence incidences reported to the police in three years. You know, so there was a lot of violence taking place in homes that people couldn't report because they had no way of getting out, no way of getting away from their abuser. And what we also know is that four women were killed um, by men in a single following, a single fortnight following the August 18th lockdown. So there are some horrific statistics that are backed up by police stories to uh, about the violence that's taking place because people are locked in a confined space uh, and no way of way of getting out. So for us, it's very problematic because as an organisation, we utilise a range of different tools to get to people and get our messages out, and that includes events and activities. So all that side for White Ribbon has has disappeared for the last two years. Every time we set up an event, it falls over because of COVID. So for two years running, our White Ribbon riders who visit some 80 communities each year and, and talking to different people and different places uh, from schools through to corrections, um, they haven't been able to get out and do the ride. So it's uh, from our perspective, COVID-19 has a lot of negatives in, for family violence and a lot of negatives for us trying to get the message out to people. And we know also for all the agencies that are involved at the coalface, they also struggle too because of how hard it is to work through a pandemic. But they've been doing a fantastic job, but it's just not ideal. Rob, I suppose uh, the prospect uh, for well, our Auckland friends in particular, but for people all over the country, that there will be some increased freedoms um, to an extent over the summer period. It's a double-edged sword. It releases some of the it releases the valve somewhat, but then within that and within the whole pressures that come in around Christmas time, um, that can add additional uh, um, stresses upon families too, can't it? So you'll be keeping a weather eye on how the next couple of months go. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right when you identify Christmas because there are a lot of stresses in a traditional Christmas, which is where you invite people around and you feed them and it costs you extra money and relatives come to stay and it costs you extra money and there's less space. All of those things uh, in a traditional time <laughs> create stresses. We're in COVID where everyone, if you think of stress as something rising up to your shoulders, you know, for most adults, we're able to keep it you know, somewhere, somewhere balanced, say around our stomach and it goes up and down. But COVID has just pushed, pushed that stress level right to people's shoulders. So they already feel like they're drowning in, in things that they can't control, whether it's people who don't want to take vaccines, do want to take vaccines, all the rules around it, whether you're in business or not in business. So those things will not help. Um, and people need to take a deep breath. They need to communicate with their partner and with the children, with their families to try and get through what is going to be a difficult time. And remember, you can take the opportunity also to uh, talk about your own story, your own experiences, things that might offer um, some insight uh, for others uh, by getting on board with White Ribbon's current campaign to shine a light on violence prevention in our communities. Rob, it's always interesting to catch up with you. Um, good luck with the continued work of White Ribbon uh, under what 
obviously difficult circumstances. If people want to find out more about White Ribbon, want to tap into some resources you've got or want to support you in any way, any way what's the best thing to do? You just go straight to the website, www.whiteribbon.org.nz, and you'll find everything's there. It's linked on the pages, and if you still can't find what you're looking for, you'll find a contact button, which is just contact at whiteribbon.org.nz, and uh, flick us a message, and we'll be able to answer your questions. Um, but this White Ribbon Day, we just ask people to you know treasure one another and try and you know be respectful to one another and treat other people the way that you'd want to be treated. Kia ora, Rob. Thanks for joining us on the Awesome Morning Show. Go well. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.